Happy Balance Time Day, beautiful people. Welcome to Love, Babs, Love Talk on Babs, Rolls, Ivy. It is my favorite day, my favorite, favorite day. So I tried to I tried to dress up romantically in colors that I find romantic and pearls I find romantic. And this is a gift from my great love, Bonita. And I thought I would wear them because I have not worn them. It's a beautiful pearl ensemble with a, I, I want to say this is a cornelian, a red a stone is a cornelia in pearls. It is so beautiful. And, you know, since she's an international world traveler, uh, these came from some far flung place in the world. And so, uh, and I've never worn them and I, I've had them for a couple of years. So I said, you know, rather than um, be buried in these, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wear them today <laughs> and just be, uh, and just be glamorous, fabulously gorgeous in them. So uh, that's what I'm going to do. So uh, I hope everybody's well. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm trying to I'm trying to mess around with my light, trying to get some good light on the situation. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. I'm very delighted, happy. I got to go get the girls handled today. So my mammography is this afternoon. And I'm supposed to have dinner with my girlfriends later. Um, and I think that'll be fabulous. Um, I, I want to get to uh, Middletown, but I'm not sure today because I've got doctor's appointments back to back. And it might take a little longer than I anticipate. Because every time I make plans around this stuff, it always takes longer Uh than necessary, <laughs> you know, because I made the plan. So if I make a plan, it just takes longer to sort of get through. So I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to uh, hold, hold myself hostage. So if we have to have dinner in town, that'll be fine. Like I'm happy to have dinner in town. <laughs> that, that is the whole point. That as long as I get to have some time with them on my favorite day with my favorite people, um, that's the joy. So uh, I'm sure Paul is out there, word on the street. You might want to go to City Hall, Paul, and see who's getting married today. I'm sure there are people getting married today because it's Valentine's Day and people like to get married on Valentine's Day. You know, I probably would get married on Valentine's Day if I had somebody to marry you know, worthy and of interest. <laughs> I'd get married today, you know, uh, and it's beautiful out. So, you know, it's not, it's not the February of my youth where it'd be like 12 inches of snow and bitter cold. It's, it's quite lovely. Today is a lovely day to be out. So, uh, <laughs> so listen, I'm a justice of the peace. If you're somewhere and you're like, Hey, I'm going to marry my love. Call me. Some of y'all got my number. You know how to find me. I'm not hard to find. I'll happily come and, and sign off on documents and file them. And, and it'd be my honor to do it. I love marrying people. It's my favorite thing. Uh, but for the most part, it's Valentine's Day and I'm happy. So I've got some poems that I want to read because I love poems. I know Paul is out there. Paul, go find me somebody who's getting married today. <laughs> Or somebody who's going to propose today. Proposals are good too. Hey, Harry, happy Valentine's Day. Okay, before before you start your poems, um, I wanted to say happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. 
Miss Babs. <laughs> you forgot. You remember. Uh, <laughs> and um, I want to say happy Valentine's Day to all of my girls out there. Um, my wife, Karen, Bella, Daisy, and Lumi. Daisy and just Lumi. called me, by the way. Her father gave her um, a watch phone for Valentine's Day, and she just called me on it. Um, oh. So she's like, Papa, uh, this is my number. Take my number. <laughs> You got it, Daisy. So, but, and, and of course, to all the beautiful ladies out in the audience, happy Valentine's Day. And, and to the gentlemen, too. I, I think I rubbed off on you, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, but. I think these five, six years, I, I rubbed off on you. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> you know, there's, there's a problem, right? So when you allow people in. <laughs> they they kind of invade and infect you sometimes. You know, Harry, I'm not venom. I'm not <laughs> like like the the um the lawyers. You know, the next door office, the lawyer Ed Walsh, his secretary just came over, and she gave me my favorite a, a, a shirt, a black shirt. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> for Valentine's Day, and because oh, that's I, very nice. Because I help them and everything all the time, and um, and she asked for a Valentine's Day hug, which I I, I gave it up freely now. I before, what before I used to be like, oh my god, am I going to die today? Please, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Oh, I had to. I have to be extra careful out on these streets. Today. I'm like. I, you know, as I'm allowing the hug and I gave a nice pat back. You, you didn't faint, right? No, but I was thinking to myself, what am I doing? Right. So <laughs> there is that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, because just think how much that hug meant to her. Right. Right. And that's why I I'm getting that side of it. Right. Um, cause I know what a hug means to me when my wife or my grandchildren give it to me. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out the other side of this coin. <laughs> this, this, this other side of this love and friendship coin. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. So yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Karen was, uh, sitting next, cause Karen drove in to work with me today for Valentine's Day, right? So she wanted to come in together, which is nice, right? So we we held hands on our way to work, shared a oh. shared a a cheating bacon egg and cheese sandwich. Yay! Um. So, yeah. So anyway, happy Valentine's to everybody. Happy Valentine's Day, I, Harry. I hope everybody out there gets. To, to love or or be loved, more more importantly, um, share your love and and accept the love of others. That's what Babs has been telling me. To do. I mean, I'm learning. Accept the love of others, right, Babs? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Accept the love. 
<laughs> it used to go right. Well, that was, it used to go right over my head. Now it's hitting me. Oh, right in the oh forehead. believe me, I know. And the pushback was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> now it's hitting me in the forehead. Now you're like, okay, all right. I'm, there's some light crack coming through the cracks. Yeah, yeah. I could do this. Um, yeah, I could do this. <laughs> I just try to convince that's myself. A, that's a that's a lot of thinking, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't you didn't turn no, you didn't say no, you didn't revile, you didn't push them down the steps. That's good, Harry. You've come a long way. I have, I, you know, I I have a lot of wonderful people, you know, in my life that I never take note of, or or allow them to know that I take notice of them, right? So um, I think it's important that you acknowledge other people, other people in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm learning. Mm -hmm. See, not so bad. It took me being a, a grandfather three times over, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's, it is, it's, it's so gratifying, like Daisy calling me and just hearing Papa, I love you, you know, and stuff like that. So, oh. you know, and, and she's sick today. So I, I'm not going to be able to go over and and give them, you know, the the, the the Valentine's Day hearts and everything that I always give them. Um, She got strep. So, so I guess they're all. So contagious. do you get to see them? Well, you hold it to the weekend, right? Like, yeah, I'll hold it to the weekend, and I'll make sure we do that. Um, I gotta remember to. I have in my car, you know, Valentine's Day candy and stuff for my sister, my mother, and my niece. So, I gotta remember to do that. I gotta remember not to just make a beeline home. Um, but I have Karen in the car, so I won't forget. That's good. Boy, Harry, let me make sure I wait for all the walk signs. And so <laughs> I'm not trying to get killed today because I didn't hear some good news from you. <laughs> I want to be the last thing I, I hear all day. <laughs> so so I'm gonna I'm gonna about to disappear, but so allow you love and allow yourself to be loved. There you Woo! go. <laughs> Bye, Babs. Happy Valentine's Day. Look at that. That's the best Valentine oh. present I ever got in my whole life. Harry Droz is out there pouring out love to the world. Look at that. Look at that. Wow, now you made it too too much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Babs. Bye. Woo! Happy Valentine's Day, beautiful people. I'm telling you, Harry Jones gave us a word this morning. Y'all heard it, too, and it's recorded, too. So you can go back and listen to it over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. Now Paul's out there scouring, scouring the, the love streets of New Haven. It's Valentine's Day, Paul. We need Valentine's Day story. Find out what people are doing on Valentine's Day. Don't bring me a bar humbug. Don't bring me somebody whining. Bring me somebody who's going to go pop the question or somebody who's buying balloons and a big a big stuffed teddy bear. Give me, give me one of those people. Go buy Rite Aid and stand in front of Rite Aid. <laughs> I want all the love today. I don't want the naysayers. 
Do you know what I mean? I want, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. All right, let me give, let me give y'all some love. I um, I picked up, I got some, I picked up some books of poetry around my house. Um, uh, Sonia Sanchez, Under a Soprano Sky, uh, Love Poems by Pablo Neruda. I mean, it doesn't get any sexier than Pablo Neruda. Like, I'm not kidding you. And then I picked up um, My Enchanted Love, The Mystical Power of Intimate Relationships by Marianne Williamson. And let me tell you, this was the, this book was the catalyst for me, um, understanding uh, love and relationships and intimacy. This, this really was the catalyst on the path to how I, how I, I, um, I live and show up. And, uh, and, uh, and as I'm flipping through it, cause I, I was, I, 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 the last couple of days I was spiraling into this thing about what I was and wasn't going to do about a particular situation. And, and I, and I, once I picked this book up and I flipped through, I realized that's not the right thinking. I, I've been in the wrong thinking about things. I've been in the wrong thinking just in the last 24 hours, really. And, uh, and, uh, and I keep going back and forth in wrong thinking. And now I'm just squarely back in my right thinking about it. So, uh, so anyway, uh, today is happy Valentine's Day pick. <laughs> huh? I said, happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's my daughter's young. I went to work. I know when I talk to her on the radio, I know she's mortified. <laughs> I know she's like, I wish she would stop doing that. Uh, so here, so anyway, uh, I'm gonna read some from Sonia Sanchez, but Hakai Mahabudi, who is my 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 very first crush, my very first literary crush, he's my very first literary crush. I still crush on him. He's he's the right mix of intellect and and sexiness and smart and all the things that I find attractive in a person. Um, and so these are heart love. Uh, wedding and love poems. How appropriate for today. And I, I have over the years used these at, at, at people's vials and stuff like that. Uh, and I just I just like to every now and again remind myself um, about love and 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 all of that. So so uh, love gets too much credit until it finds you. You don't find love; it finds you. Not that love is hidden or unavailable. It's on its own mission, searching for receptive souls. Love cannot be bought, sold, or ordered with dinner. Cannot be charged on gold cards or revolving accounts. Cannot be bartered with food stamps, coupons, or promises. Cannot be redeemed with cashier checks or money orders. Love is seasoned and concealed in fine fire. Delicate music and accessible secrets that are quilted to the tone of distinctive voices wrapped in unconditions and clear commitments created for unique lovers who have matured and are prepared to receive the most precious of stones allowing love to tangle its cultured language generously and unencumbered into the essence of those who are blessed Oh, I just love it. I know I love this so much as dog ear, right? Like, like the poems that 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 speak to me are the ones that are. 
you know, so um, here's another one that I've dog here To the men and women, marriage, mating, or bonding is not a vacation or a prolonged holiday. 80% of marriage is work, compromise, adaptations, changes, intimate conversations, laughter, sexual sharing, confusion, joy, smiles, tears, pain, cries, re-education, community, apologies, mistakes, more mistakes, new knowledge, and love. If children are involved, include parenting and repeat everything above twice for each year of the marriage. If the marriage lasts more than 15 years, the couple should add wisdom and many, many thank yous. What about the other 20%? I presume that even the most successful marriages, the couples will sleep. Remember, the deepest hurt is the hurt inflicted by lovers. To remain lovers is hard work. It is not natural. Mating, marriage is cultural. Most things grow old. The key to beautiful tomorrows is involvement in a love ship that ages gracefully. We are bound to make mistakes in our love ships, but lessons is to learn and grow from them. Always listen to your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. If Black women do not love, there is no love. As the women go, so go the people. Stopping the woman stops the future. If Black women do not love, strength disconnects, family sicken, growth is questionable, and there are few reasons to conquer ideas or foes. If Black men do not love, shouting starts, the shooting commences, boys fill prisons, and our women grow gardens off to themselves. If Black women and men love, so come flowers from sun, rainbows at dusk. As Black women and men connect, the earth expands, minds open, and our yeses become natural as we seek heart love. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So, so this book is filled with uh, 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 poems for love and marriage. And uh, uh, I, I just love it. And it's always good to uh, uh, it's always good to just bring yourselves to this stuff, you know? You know, it is is just one of these things. And uh, the only time a man can tell a woman he loved her too much is when he doesn't mean it. Uh, so I'm flipping through and I'm just uh, looking uh, at the ones that I have dog-eared. I mean, I could, any one of these could, you know, 
Why You Are Here for uh, Clifford Watson. This was written February 8th, 1998. We are cut from the same tree, not logs, scraps of wood or toothpicks, but molded as sculptured future by rock cutters, translating their art onto the roots of long life. Baobab trees having endured the hurricanes, volcanoes, and earthquakes of sprinting in America. Our lives have never been at peace. You have communities that love you. We do not say it often enough with nourishment of millet and lentils. You have been our tall structure, an eloquent fire, sacred and on course. We now keep each other scrapbooks and smiles. So yeah, let's be in love, people. Today is the day. If you didn't have any other day, this would be the day. Today is the day. Today is the day. <laughs> so here's another one. If you lose your opinion, you're in serious trouble. For uh, for Leon Forrest, um, 1937 to 1997, must have passed. I never knew the cold that burned dark between us. I understood your reinvented fire, appreciated the dance, music, and optimism in you, recognized the writer, lover, professor running in you. Quietly this evening, I wish we had winter fights, lengthy talks, small arguments, or deafening disagreements stretching into the night of our imaginations. I'll miss those non-conversations between novelist and poet. I'll think of you while thanking you while thanking you as I and others continue our majestic journey, paging through the inspiring, inspiring puzzles and prizes of your language. So, and, and, you know, you could always, you could use this day too, to remember those that we have lost. Um, not the ones that, not so much just the ones that have passed, but the ones that we've lost, uh, that we still love. It's all right to, to explore that too. Um, you don't have to tuck it away. Today will be a day to unpack all the loves of your life. I, that's what I say. Hey, Paul Bass. Hi, Babs. How you doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. You told me you want to hear from someone who believes in Valentine's Day. You listen, just could be complaining. Well, I met a woman today who has reason to complain, but instead she's very positive because Valentine's is a special day for her. Misha, do you want to tell Babs why Valentine's Day is an extra special day for you? Well, it's special to me because it's my birthday. Yes. I was born on this day. So I feel it's love, celebration, just going out with your loved ones, having fun, and just feeling pretty and beautiful. And I notice you have a heart on your jacket. Yes. Is that every day or is that for Valentine's Day? It's every day. I wear my heart on my sleeve. And why is that? <laughs> because I'm just a... Uh, but Misha, I wonder, here's something, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Do you think being born on Valentine's Day made you a little more of a heart person? Yes, for sure. Tell me about he that. I can tell you that. I can tell I'm he's a witness. I'm full of love. You know, I'm very, you know, giving to people. I, I When I love you, I love you. You know, it's like real. You know? And her show is called <laughs> Love Babs, Love Talk. Yes. She's yep. Love Babs. So, yep. Misha, what are you planning for Valentine's Day? Just to go out, have fun, have drinks, eat. I love to eat. You know. You have a special place you're going to go? Um, probably downtown. 
Hey, what are your I favorite? Love downtown Jack. Um, for the Pino, I've been nice downtown. So where do you think you're going to go tonight? Um, what the heck is that place? Oh, Magusto. Magusto. It's a new place. Is that on College? No, it's on the boulevard. On the Magusto? Where? It's like... right at the corner of the boulevard and Derby, I think. Uh-huh. Is yeah. it like, what kind of food is it? Mexican. Oh, it's very like nice. And are you paying or is someone taking you? You're paying. <laughs> is that because it's your birthday or because it's Valentine's Day or both? I guess both. And what do you what, now? Do you mind? If I, so you're, where are you headed now? Now we're just going to run errands, so I have to find some shoes. And what do you need? Sho shoes look pretty good. Mm. Oh, those are I day have shoes. Kids, though, and I want to wear like you know get dressed. You know? Oh, dressed? You can wear them tonight. Yeah. All right. Today so and tonight, I'm gonna be dressed all day. You're gonna be hippie cause. <laughs> Queen Misha. Now, right. Misha, yeah, did you find your house key or you're looking yes, for that? Yes, I did. Where I was it? Did find her it. Oh, it was in her jacket? Okay. I do that all the time. And do you mind if I ask a gentleman who's going to be paying for dinner tonight a question? <laughs> okay. So what's what's Valentine's Day like for you being with someone who was uh, born on Valentine's Day? I'm going to celebrate her birthday. I don't celebrate holidays. So her birthday is the special day. Yeah. How many years have you guys had Valentine's Day together? <laughs> Probably nine or Too ten. Long. Really, you guys been together nine, ten years? Yeah. And living on Boulevard the whole time? No. Okay, just different All places. All over New York. Now, Babs, do you have any questions for Queen Misha? I, I love, I love. So, do you do you like having your birthday associated with Valentine's Day? Do you like it? I love it. Yeah, I feel the love. My kids like they like flowers, chocolates. I, I love it. You know. Because you know, some people feel. They want to have their birthday on a separate day, so they get them two separate things. But you, no, it makes yours extra special. Like Christmas, you know. Uh -huh. I, I love it. And what did your parents say that you were born on Valentine's Day? Do you remember anything growing up about that? They said I'm a love child. I have so much love because I was born on a love holiday. Uh huh. They they just say I'm full of love. You know. And what do you, what do you have any advice for other people on Valentine's Day? Any insights about what it could mean or how you um, live love in your life? Just be positive and don't let anybody break you. Uh huh. Be positive. Don't listen to the negativity, the hate. Just that's hard sometimes. Positive. I know it is hard, but, but you can do it. Focus. And what, what do you do for a living, Misha? I work for um, housing for senior housing. Oh, really? Where's that? In Derby. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And what do you I'm do? The, I'm the manager of the office. And is so it public I, or private? It's public. Okay. And what's that like? That has, you have to deal with some. You got to keep positive in that. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. It, it's hard, but it's rewarding because I like helping people. I like making a difference and you know i enjoy it so you manage the senior facility in yes. derby yes and what's it like in derby oh <laughs> quiet small and anything you're doing with the seniors today at, jo at the no, job at derby? Today. oh you're off today, today. <laughs> did they do anything yesterday for valentine's day there no but they're having a dinner today they are one of them is having a dinner yep they're having very dinner nice so uh, okay we should let misha head out for her shoes any particular shoes you got your eye on um, maybe Jordans or heels or... Because you want to look nice tonight, right? Yeah. You I want to look nice. And uh, where are you going to go for the shoes? I don't uh, even know where to go for shoes. Evelyn's. There's a store down there. They have stores. Oh, there's a new... There's a, so you got sneakers or shoes? Either or. Either or. Yeah. I know the new one really used to be rubber match. Oh, yeah. that That's actually where we're going. I wonder about that place. Yeah. All right, Babs, any more questions for Misha? No, happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Babs, what are you doing, Babs? Oh, I'm hey, uh, you know, I, I have a standing date with my girlfriends. We do it every year. 
All right. Well, I hope you have a great Valentine's too, Babs. Yes. Thank you. And this is Misha and Paul signing off for Love Babs, Love Talk on WNHH, New Haven's home. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> that was sweet. I love that her birthday is on Valentine's Day. Like, I, I think I would, uh, listen, I would be unbearable if my birthday was on Valentine's Day. I would be unbearable. <laughs> I really, I really would be unbearable. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. So. <laughs> so God bless her. Uh, and uh, enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I hope everybody is, is just in the spirit. Just be in the spirit. I want people to be in the spirit. I might catch some live music later today. Um, because there's a music going on at Cafe Nine, so I might catch some of that, depending on what it is. I got to see what it is. I think it's jazz, which would be nice to end my night with some with some music. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And uh, yeah, it's Valentine's Day, so I'm just hanging out and uh, uh, just hanging out today and. And uh, happy birthday, Jose. It's his birthday, too. I'm just hanging out today reading passages from books that I love, poems that I love, poems that remind me to love. <laughs> you know, just be in it. Just be in it. Just be about it, you know. And, uh, uh, and, and it's not about having a date or any of that kind of stuff. I mean, it is if that's your thing, if that's what you desire. But it's just really just, just standing in that space for yourself. You know, because you can't give what you never ha you don't have. Uh, so, you know, so give give what you need. That's that's my philosophy. And uh, you know, so um, here's a poem for Betty Shabazz, who passed away in 1997. This is called Courage. How does one proceed with half a heart? What is the message in the transition from body to spirit? to the quiet recesses of our minds. What should we take from this passing? There are people who think that their lives are the truth. We walk blindly in the city and the city is all we know. As ignorant people talk about how ignorant other people are, this woman would smile with extended hand and heart. Her soul had experienced the white night of loss. The culturally honest and spiritual among us are always lied to and laughed at. In their loneliness, they seldom speak. We do not understand them. We fear their peace and presence. We fear their questioning the lies in us. We fear their liberation. Courage is not leaving the battle until the last child is accounted for. Courage is saying no to the gossip of fools, friends, and foe. Courage is examining the laws and souls of sworn enemies. Courage is creating a life of good, good values, kindness, and small deeds. Courage is this woman, Betty Shabazz, daring to cross the crack in the concrete, drawn by dull-witted prophets who mistrust the truth of their own God. Ah, oh, Hakai Mahabudi, I am still in love with you. <laughs> now, here's a poem 
the, this poet, Gwendolyn Brooks at 80, and he has been such a, a huge lover of Gwendolyn Brooks. So this was uh, this poet, Gwendolyn Brooks at 80, uh, June 6, 1997. This poet, this genuine visionary, this carrier of human spirit, this chronicler of black side of life, this kind and gentle person is the reason we lend our voices to this day. That other poets have championed good writing and literature, have exposed evil in the world, have contributed mightily of personal resources to the young, to the would-be writers, to students, to the institutions of common good, is without a doubt. However, the only poet who has made it a mission to incorporate all of this and more into a wonderful and dedicated lifestyle is Gwendolyn Brooks. Without press releases, PR, people or interpreters from the Academy, the great work of this quiet poet has touched a city, this state, our nation and the world. Her poetry, her children's books, her essays and her autobiographies have given us an insight into the complexities of the black human condition that few writers can match, yet we will try. She is our standard. 70 years of writing do make a difference. We gratefully and gracefully walk in her shadow, not because she needs a request that we do so. It is that her work, her outstanding contribution to black literary music in this world that demands the best from the least of us. At 80, she needs no introductions or encouraging words. At 80, the notes she writes to herself are more comprehensive and in larger letters. At 80, her walk is slower and her eyesight less certain. At 80, she loves silence, is never voiceless or alone. At 80, blackness remains her star and she alerts her readers always to the huge possibility of knowing oneself, others, and the mystery and joy of a full life. She has approached 320 seasons on her own terms. She has taken the alphabet and structured a language. She has walked thousands of miles carrying her own baggage. She has done the work she aimed to do. Children call her Mama Gwen and memorize her lines. That which is Incomplete is at her home, on the dining room table, in neat piles, enclosed in all size packages, open and unopened. Here and only here is where she will always be behind. She is the last of the great, handwritten letter answerers, and she will not be able to keep up with this volume of love. Whitney Brooks. I love it. 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 If you lose your optimism, you're in serious trouble. So I read that one for uh, Leon Forrest, which was beautiful. And uh, some of these are quite, quite, quite long, you know. So uh, I like, uh, okay, here we go. Books as Answer. In recognition of National Black Book Week, February 23rd through March 1st. 
There was only one book in our home. It was briefly read on Sundays and in between the lies and promises of smiling men who slept with their palms out and pants unzipped. It was known by us children as the Sunday book. Rain and books and sun and books to read in a home where books were as strange as money and foreign policy discussions and I alone searching for meaning where rocks and belts and human storms disguise themselves as answers, reference, and revelation. And I, a young map of what is missing and wrong in a home empty of books, void of liberating words, dancing as poetry and song uh, about uh, vacious of language that reveals pictures of one's own fields, spirits, cities, and defining ideas. And I, without the quiet contemplation that meditative prose demands, was left free to drink from the garbage cans of riotous imaginations, was sucked into poverty of culture destruction and violent answers, until someone, a stranger, a dark-skinned woman with natural hair in a storefront library laid a book in front of me, and the language looked like me, walked like me, talked to me, pulled me into its rhythms and stares, slapped me warmly into his consciousness and read rain in books and sun in books. We are each other's words and winds. We are each other's breath and smiles. We are each other's memories and mores. We build our stories page by page, chapter by chapter, poem by poem, and play by play to create a life, family, culture, and a civilization. Where will it take more than 60 seconds to tell strangers who you really are? To tell enemies and lovers your name. Yes, it's a poetry day. It's a poetry day. It is a poetry day. Peace starts inside you. Smile. Breathe deeply. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Envy no one. Erase jealousy from your heart, your mind, and words. Speak and think good of self and others. Awaken the life spirit inside of you. Breathe deeply the good in you. Smile. Seek wholeness and calm. Breathe. Plant good thoughts of peace and knowledge. Smile often as you breathe forgiveness and reciprocity. Search the silence in you that releases the noise that contains the grays, whites, plastic, and clocks blocking the life force in your morning stretches. Slowly breathe and smile. Breathe away ignorance, revenge, incompetence, and mediocrity. Work your inner self. Breathe and smile life into yourselves. Eliminate corrupt thoughts, words, and actions. Steady peace. Smile. Breathe yes into your life to love, to family, to happiness, to children and children and children, becoming the reflection of you. Discover stillness, vegetation, water, earth. Breathe health, joy, smile, silence. Breathe deeply. Inhale, hold, exhale, smile, life stillness, smile for good work, deep study, wellness, quiet, calm, within the quiet, peace be still, smile and breathe, release, relief, in writing, 
in creating and creation, using words to make pictures and portraits, there is always an end and a time to say thanks. Find yourself here among the many and the one. Peace and love. I'm telling you, y'all going to get this poem today. <laughs> You're going to get these poems today. You're going to get these words of love today. You're going to get these words of love. We're going to get these words. Uh, we're going to get these words. You know, I'm just telling you. Uh, See, here's the thing. This is what I, I loved about Marianne Williams. And this is how it got set me onto a path of being vulnerable and walking in truth. We are in relationship to experience aspects of ourselves that cannot be experienced when we are alone. Some of those aspects are facets of our more solitary existence, expanded to include another being. See? See? I love it. That's that's what it is. I just love that that sentence, that that block right there. We are in relationship to experience aspect of ourselves that cannot be experienced when we are alone. Some of those aspects are facets of our more solitary existence, expanded to include another being. You don't know how alone you are until you're with somebody. You don't know what you what you are what you can do and be in your aloneness until you are with someone. And I don't say that's and that's a that's a possible positive thing. You don't know aloneness until you are with someone, because there are things that you can't learn about yourself alone that you have to be in community and communion with someone else. And it and it and it and it's all love, right? Because we 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 just think love is just so one dimensional. We think it being boyfriend and girlfriend is just that's separate than the love that I have with my friends or the love that I have for my child or the love that I have for my parents. It's all love. It's all the same energy. It is all love. You don't have to separate it out. You can just say, I love this person and allow them to, to know that and let them be whoever they are. I'm just saying. This, that's a hard one for people because we've, we've learned so much about possession. You know, we think love is possessive. And uh, and for those of us who know better, uh, we could, we spot it immediately when we ourselves become possessive, you know. So, so there's nothing more powerful than a woman who knows how to contain her power and not let it leak, standing firmly within it, in it, mystery and silent, within it, mystery and silence. <laughs> Be still and know, know you are beautiful, know he is good, know you are gifted, know he is smart, know you are a blessing to him as he is a blessing to you. Know that God is with you both. <laughs> Knowledge in stillness is, is very much a mystical power. It attracts harmony and brings perfection to all things. There is more fullness in the apparent emptiness of the cosmic void than in all the material world. Yes, I love it. I just love it. I love it. So, you know. Uh, 
So forgiveness blesses everything and it surrounds us with grace. Forgiveness is not what happens when someone has done something wrong, but you in your spiritual superiority have the uh, magnanimity to forgive. That is not forgiveness, but judgment, supercilious and at its core, self-righteous. So don't be like that. (laughs) Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. So the closer we get to someone, the more temptation there will always be to interpret that person's behavior in a judgmental or defensive way. Making forgiveness a fundamental commitment is a key to an enchanted love. And that's what we're talking about. I want to get to enchanted love. Just, you know, enchanted love. And and this book really was illuminating to me. you know, it, it really it really made a huge difference. So, um, so, uh, you know, she, I, I took the Course of Miracles through her, which is still one of my favorite spiritual journeys. A Course of Miracles um, says that only what we are not giving can be lacking in any situation. That what we're not giving can be lacking. That's a tough one. You have to meditate on that one. Love is content and not form. As long as we are setting the agenda for someone else's behavior, then we are seeking to be their jailer, not their lover, and we will not know peace. If our emotional stability is based on what other people do or do not do, then we have no stability. I'm stable in myself. I have to move in that direction. Regardless of what other people do or not do, I have to be stable in my own self. So, so you know what? Because God can only do what he can do through us. God gives us his strength by giving us his vision of things. So there you go. So I, I love this book. It's one of these books uh, that you have to just read again and again. You put it down, you go back to it. You know, it's 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 a working book. It's a breathing book. You know, uh, uh, I, I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. So uh, let's see. What else do I want to read? If we want enchantment, we have to prepare the brew. And that takes effort. As writing a song takes effort or building a house takes effort. It takes inner as well as outer work, dedication to the discernment of spiritual truth as it flows through our lives and relationship. It means learning what it means to show up for another person, what it means to give something from the depths of ourselves, what it means to receive, what it means to make another person feel safe without indulging his or her neurosis, what it means to take responsibility for our own issues, what it means to bless and support someone else, what it means to meditate with another, to forgive another, to pray with another, to reveal to another, to delight another, to celebrate another, to create new life on some level with another, to avoid the temptation to abandon another, to avoid the temptation to attack another, to learn to be kind and patient, even when we're not all in the mood or not in the mood, and still in the midst of it all, to not rely on another 
for either our sustenance or our wholeness, to remember always that God is here in the middle of the relationship and that what your beloved cannot give you today, God gives you always, always. So I love it. 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 So. So intimate love is spiritual training for everything in life. It is not meant to be exclusive sanctuary from the pain of the world, but rather an inclusive balm for the sorrows of the world. In learning to show up more fully for one person, we learn to show up more fully for life. For life. I love it. I just love it. You know. So, so this has helped me. Uh, uh so much and uh it 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 really started me on a path of understanding that vulnerability is where i want to be do you know what i mean like i always want to be in that vulnerable space you know i always want to be seen i always want to walk in truth i always want to be open and unyielding, you know. I always want to be comely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I always want, I always want to, uh, and I want to be peaceful. And that's the, you know, that's the work. The work, the work of love is, is peaceful. It's peaceful. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, peaceful, that's, 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 that's what we are seeking. Cause for me, that's, that's what love is peaceful. You know, I, I, I don't really care for all that drama. I don't like a lot of drama in my life. I don't like twist and turns. I don't like upset stomach and nerves and up all night and thinking i don't i i, I never really was good at that kind of thing i like peace <laughs> oh, i like i like peace you know uh i like peace so so sonia sanchez uh, she has a she has a poem by uh, uh, by Pablo Neruda. Like the earth, I belong to everyone. There is not a single drop of hatred in my breast. Open wide my hands, scatter grapes to the wind. Um, and she has it in the in the in the Spanish too. So. Uh, I, I'm a huge fan of, of anybody who writes poems because I love poetry so much. And I spend a great deal of time. Uh, I spend a great deal of time reading poetry and, uh, and basking in poetry and bathing in poetry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <coughs> <coughs> So, um, 
<laughs> Excuse me. Got a little bit of a tickle in my throat. So um, I'm coming up on the hour. And I'm going to um, take a break. And I'm going to come back. And we're going to get into some more um, word loves, love words, all the things. So that uh, this day is really, somebody will come back to this day and and hear this show and know that this girl liked poetry. And this girl was, uh, you know, she was about it. <laughs> I hope people will say that, you know. So I'm going to leave you with this haiku. I want to make you roar with laughter as I ride you into morning. I shall be right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and Black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, visit nhvvax.org. Smart mouth drawing me in and you kicking me out. You've got my head spinning. No kidding, I can't pin you down. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride, and I'm so dizzy. Don't know what hit me, but I'll be alright. My head. Times do I have to tell you? Even when you're crying, you're beautiful too. The world is beating you down. I'm around through every mood. You're my downfall, you're my muse, my worst distraction, my rhythm and blues. I can't stop singing, it's ringing in my head for you. My head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine. Young. 
want that sugar sweet Don't let nobody touch it unless that somebody's me I gotta be a man, there ain't no other way Cause girl you're hotter than a Southern California day I don't wanna play no games, you don't gotta be afraid Don't give me all that shy shit, no makeup on That's my sugar
Back to Love Babs Love Talk. Happy Valentine's Time Day on Babs Rolls Ivy. I'm all in love today, yesterday, and tomorrow. So you're gonna get this love. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. I want you to be in it. Pablo Naruto always facing you. I am not jealous. Come with a man at your back. Come with a hundred men in your hair. Come with a thousand men between your bosom and your feet. Come like a river filled with a dr- with drowned men that meets the furious sea, the eternal foam, the weather. Bring them all where I will wait for you. We shall always be alone. We shall always be, you and I, alone upon the earth to begin life. All right, Pablo Neruda, that's, some, that's something. Bring, bring everything you got. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I am here for it. I am here for it. Let's see. Uh, Let's see. What else? What else we got going on? Uh, Pablo Neruda. This is such a charming little. Like if you if you're looking for a good uh, Valentine gift, this is such a charming, beautiful little book. You know, it's just love poems by Pablo Neruda. And uh, if you don't know who Pablo Neruda, I cannot help you today. Google it. <laughs> but go by Possible Futures. They, I think they have a couple of these uh, set up on display. You could get one. It's not very expensive. This is what I would do. If, if, if you need some gift ideas, and I'm very good at gifting, and I'm very romantic. And it's not hard for me to be romantic because I live romantically. I think romantically. I act romantically. So this little book, wrapped in some beautiful tissue paper with a lovely little ribbon, um, maybe a a good bottle of wine if that person drinks, like a really good bottle of wine or champagne, depending on who it is. Um, But this and maybe a a beautiful beautiful candle and create a nice little gift bag or something. I mean, mean, that's pretty basic. That's pretty basic. Um, And it's, it's it's, it's not terribly unimaginative, but it'll get the job done. If you want to be imaginative, and few people are imaginative, um, you could you could trick out a whole thing. Like you could gift this with a whole meal, right? Like, or you know, you throw some things in a in a beautiful pot. You know, buy a pot and throw all the ingredients in the pot. Tuck this in it and give that as a gift. You know, particularly if you know somebody who likes to cook. Like I would appreciate a gift like that. You know. Um, so be creative. Like love calls for creativity. I know it's not everybody's wheelhouse. I I know that. I get it. I get it. 
I get it. I, I, it's in my wheelhouse because I, I like this kind of stuff. But um, that's just a couple of things. And you do it, you do it to your ability. Like, don't, don't try to do what I do. Do, do it your own sort of way. So that it is uh, authentic and uh, meaningful, meaningful for you. You know, uh, old and burgeonings, one. The taste of your mouth and the color of your skin. Skin, mouth, fruit of these swift days. Tell me. Were they always were they always beside you through years and journeys and moons and suns and earth and weeping and rain and joy? Or is it only now that they come from your roots, only as water brings to the dry earth burgeonings that it did not know? Or as the lips of the forgotten jug, the taste of the earth rises in the water? I don't know. Don't tell me. You don't know? Nobody knows these things, but bringing all my senses close to the light of your skin, you disappear. You melt like the acid, aroma of a fruit and the heat of a road and the smell of corn being stripped, the honeysuckle pure afternoon, the names of the dusty earth, the infinite perfume of our country, Magn uh, magnolia and thicket, blood and flower, the gallop of horses, the village's dusty moon, newborn bread. Ah, from your skin, everything comes back to my mouth, comes back to my heart, comes back to my body. And you, I become again the earth that you are. You are a deep spring in me. In you, I know again how I am born. Years of yours that I should have felt growing near me like clusters until you had seen how the sun and the earth had destined you for my hands of stone. Until grape by grape you had made the wine sing in my veins. The wind or the horse swerving were able to make me pass through your childhood. You have seen the same sky each day, the same dark winter mud, the endless branching of the plum trees and their dark purple sweetness only a few miles of night, the drenched distances of the country dawn, a handful of earth separated us to transparent walls that we did not cross so that life afterward could put all the seas and the earth between us and we could be come together in spite of space, step by step seeking each other from one ocean to another until I saw that the sky was aflame and your hair was flying in the light and you came to my kisses with the fire of an unchained meteor. And as you melted in my blood, the sweetness of the wild plum of our childhood I received in my mouth and I clutched you to my breast as if I were regaining earth and life. My wild girl, we had we have had to regain time and march backward in the distance of our lives kiss after kiss, gathering from one place what we gave without joy, discovering in another the secret road that gradually brought your feet close to mine. And so beneath my mouth, you see again the unfulfilled plant of your life putting, it, putting out its roots toward my heart that was waiting for you. And one by one, the nights between our separated cities are joined to the night that unites us, the light of each day 
its flame or its repose. They deliver to us, taking them from time. And so our treasure is disinterred in shadow or light. And so our kisses kiss light. All love is enclosed in our love. All thirst ends in our embrace. Here we are at last, face to face. We have met. We have lost nothing. We have felt each other lip to hip, lip to lip. We have changed a thousand times between us death and life. All that we were bringing like dead metals. We drew to the bottom of the sea. All that we learned was of no use to us. We begin again. We end again. Death and life. And here we survive, pure, with the purity that we created, broader than the earth that could not lead us astray, eternal as the fire that will burn as long as life endures. Wow. Isn't that pretty? That's very pretty. It's very pretty. That's very pretty. That's very, very pretty. <laughs> Pablo Neruda knows how to bring it. He knows how to bring it. This is another long one, but I don't I don't think I'm a champion that one. Maybe. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, it's such a little uh it's such a little pamphlet of, of words, but mighty, mighty, mighty. This is mighty. I mean, you could really just lay around and uh and recite these to your beloved. And if you're feeling pretty bold, you could you could try to do it in Spanish because they're in Spanish. It's it's the, the it's in Spanish and then the translation in English. So you could you could you could give it a shot. <laughs> you know, if you're feeling if you're feeling so bold. And you know, if you with your beloved, I mean it's, it's not like you're doing it out loud anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just you and you and that person. So you could try your hand at Spanish. I would. I absolutely would. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. The queen. I have named you queen. There are taller ones than you. Taller. There are purer ones than you, purer. There are lovelier than you, lovelier. But you are the queen. When you go through the streets, no one recognizes you. No one sees your crystal crown. No one looks at the carpet of red gold that you tread as you pass, the non-existent carpet. And when you appear, all the rivers sound in my body. Bells shake the sky and a hymn fills the world. Only you and I, only you and I, my love, listen to it. Oh, I just love it. Love it. Love, 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 love. Love, 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 love. I'm telling you, it just keeps me uh, happy. These are, these are the words of love for the people of love. <laughs> these are the words of love. For the people of love. There's a Hakai Hakai poem that I want to read, but I think I'm going to save it for last because I think it's so beautiful. And um, 
and I, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it later. So, but I'm gonna read. Risk everything. Risk everything. One. At 36, you had tasted and tested life. It had not conformed or confused you. You could count your losses and love on either hand. A slow count. One love for each decade minus the first. In your 20s, you were blessed with a son, with a man who had detoured to a corner of your heart. Detoured to a corner of your heart. Without experiencing sun, healing, water, or the voices of enlightened ancestors, you traveled south and birthed a boy genius. This is to say, you always total your journey, could read a map at night, and were never without cab fare. Your mother taught you her pain and laughter. Your grandmother said men needed excuses. Your father proved her correct. Your aunt schooled you in the lives of women. It was left to you to locate the intimate and intricate truths. Your best girlfriend taught you how to fix cars that you drove as if your soul was glued to the steering wheel of better destinations. You found that men were like uncharted continents. Most are undeveloped nations, often tribal in their limitations. Too many unable to reach their own knowledges or questions. Having your own son to raise, you refused to suffer for boys and grown folks' clothes. In your fourth decade, you allowed man into your life who was not looking for you. He spoke in poems and strange food. He looked at you for a full year before he said yes. He realized that you were a compass, a liberated zone, careful and sure, discriminating, lean with love. You take my ebony stone and I take yours. Breathe on it. Touch it to your heart. Like stones, we are, now, we are not new to earth or love. We planted seeds at midnight. We approached the sun cleansed, whole, awakened to shape a memory. No longer young. Young, our expectations are like the stones. Hard melody created in sweet heat, everlasting, focused, shaped in deep histories by the unimpressionable medications of struggle and deep-rooted greens. We are the fundamental witness to each other's requirements, supportive and thankful. These stones are not to be easy to be cast away, ever. They carry spirited devotion and tender joy. They are our markings and maps. They are our delicate signatures. <sighs> I love it. Love it, love it, love it. I 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 love it. Parting lovers, a closing with renewing possibilities. Part one. There is more in the missing and the giving than in the receiving. When love leaves, melody leaves, songs cease, laughter becomes measured and brightens one's face less often. Touch or being touched becomes highly discriminatory. Certain touches are avoided. When love leaves, a tearing takes place. It's like the center of one's heart being ripped apart and exposed, unfiltered to sand or acid, like pollution, sleeplessness, 
follows one's inability to eat and the sudden loss of weight is inevitable for many. Others put on weight. The gaining impacts the body. Junk food and guilt take the place of internal cleansing. When love is missing or detained, there is a constant hit in the pit of the stomach, stimulated in indefinable emptiness. The loss of love is the loss, the losing of precious part, like being lost in action, the mission, the mission other in you. For serious lovers, for contemplative lovers, for lovers who understand the silk-like concentration of energy and spirit required, it will take the noise and force of hurricanes, the lava of volcanoes, and the disconnectness, the disconnectedness of earthquakes to confirm the undoings of this love ship. The quieting of this kind of love is not an often occurrence, once in a generation, maybe twice in a lifetime. Such love is heart-rooted, sexually measured, hot, thoughtfully shared, consistent, a slow and deliberate love, which will take the cultures and breathless thoughts of loving others to demand its transition. Part two, where end to end becomes beginning to beginning, the releasing of mind, soul, and spirit. The best cure for transitional love is to leave lovingly, to refocus and communicate, digest and internalize the crackings and earth movings in your hearts. The ultimate healers for parting lovers is rest, is meditation, is re-evaluation of one's loveship. Healing requires waiting time, demands thinking time, needs liberating and insightful music. Healing is a sharing of pain with a trusted friend talking it out. More waiting time, avoiding blame, reconstructing of beautiful memories, rebuilding thoughts, conversations with oneself, meditation, deep study and creative productions, exercise, fasting, cleansing, cultural entertainment, surrounding oneself with nature, music, art, literature, dance, the quiet beat and rhythms of new life, searching softly for the simple rejuvenative powers of nature. Reach for colors that are reflective. Search actively for certainty, smiles, and learning exactness of blooming new love. Take your time in the searching. Rising in this vast world are renewal possibilities. Spring at planting time, new heat coming soon. Part three. If parting is necessary, part as lovers, part as two people who can still smile and talk and share the good and important with each other, part wishing each other happy, happy life in a world fighting against the men and the women, sisters and brothers, black as we. Just love it. <laughs> just love it just love it
Just love it. So, uh, just love it. These words are so to the soul, so cultural to the soul, so sustaining to the soul. Uh, it is just, uh, I just love it. And, uh, you know, Hakai Mahabudi is, is uh, my great love. And uh, I just like everything that he writes. And uh, I could read him for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours <laughs> and hours and hours and hours. So uh, let's see, what else can I get into? I'm going to save this one for... Uh, I'm gonna save this one for my last one because I think you'll you'll see why in a minute. But I'm a, I'm gonna leave that one there, and I'm a, I'm gonna um, go revisit a little bit more Sonia Sanchez, and uh, and see what else she's talking about, and. Uh, Let's see. You know, this font's so small. <laughs> and I bought this book a thousand years ago. I, it was fine. <laughs> so, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, as I uh, get long in the tooth, Well, maybe I won't. I'll, I'll pick up. Uh, let's see. Let me read some of Crystal uh, A. De Gregory's poems. This is my newest collection. Oh, and I do have. Um, oh no, I don't have her books. I have Joy Harjo. I don't have um, Liz Lamone. I mean, uh, Ms. Lamone, Ada Lamone. Uh, but, uh, you know, let's see. Let's see. Uh, a lot of her poems um, uh, from her book, Magic, Magic and Mortal, Magic and Mortal, um, is her introduction to the poetic voice of her poetic voice. Uh, you know, she's, she's uh, uh, Caribbean and... She teaches teaches at a, a black institution, and uh, and I'm a fan of hers. I follow her on Facebook. I believe she's my sorrow too. So yes, she's my sorrow, and uh, uh, I'm just trying to find one that I that I can. Um, uh, if I can read one that I can read, Dr. Bethune. So I'm assuming this is Mary McLeod. She's speaking of Mary McLeod Bethune. Mother, may I achieve some magical feat in a world where a buck fifty couldn't buy much? You brought our freedom, refusing to sell your soul. You raised a nation in schoolhouse seats. 
Mother, may I? Become master of my fate in reading and writing, counting too. We have counted on you to lift us, hold us up, giving us a lofty, seemingly impossible goal. Mother, may I? Transform a generation again and again. You answered our call with your ingenuity, integrity, imagination. May we answer the call. What shall I do? Mother, may I? Do all you did, you mighty black woman, born of enslaved, made in Maysville's field of cotton, walking five miles each day to arrive at the feet of Emma Jane, Emma Jane Wilson, dared to dream. Mother, may I? Go where you send me from one room with two ears, two hands, and one unbelievably courageous heart. Mother, may I be all you were, you, daughter of Barbara Scotia, with knowledge and truth and dutiful service. You tower over men who once dared not stand. When you entered the room, they all stand now. Frozen Confederate generals, determined visitors, Casual passerby, too. Whenever we enter statutory hall, statuary hall, we will stand forever just like you. Mother, we gaze, may we gaze upon your face in a collective, are we? Are we? Yes. Yes. I love it. So uh, I believe she's a Fisk graduate. And I read that poem, Dr. Bethune, and it referenced my school, Barbara Scotia, because that's where Mary McLeod Bethune uh, was educated before she went off and started Bethune uh, College, Bethune Cookman. And uh, uh, and so I, I read her Delta Woman poem uh, a couple of weeks ago, which I... I uh, uh, which I love, and and it, and it's a riff on uh, on a particular another. Uh, I speak their names by Pearl Cleage, and so I love that you know uh, that we have that she just took some license with that and created a a, a, a just a sweet sense of celebration for Delta women. So I appreciate it. I appreciate it greatly. And uh yes. It's uh it's 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 well done. <laughs> so uh I might get one more in and then I'm gonna uh go to my last poem. Uh uh because you know I've got to uh make my way in the world because it's film's time day well, maybe i won't okay let's see the women forget not the names of audacious women it is because of them that we lift our heads to the rising sun bahama land lest we forget the women the farmers washers maids straw vendors spongers dancers and singers women whose feet walked more miles than some cars drive, whose hands greased scalps, kneaded bread, threaded needles, squatted our behinds and scrubbed clothes before hanging them out to dry in careful syncopation. The women, 
whose hearts bore sorrows of stillbirths, harsh words and heavy blows. It is because of them we are nurses, teachers, principals, professors, presidents and pastors, business owners and industry leaders, doctors and lawyers, first-class citizens, ballot bearers, voters, and voted in, office holders, senators, justices and MPs, PhDs, MDs and DDs. We are the women of this yet fledgling nation, lest we forget our suffragettes. So, and then uh, her poem, Magic and Mortal, on which the book is titled, Black Women Save the Day Again. Surprised? We have buried our burdens in their laps as they grease our scalps, brush and comb our hair. Their fingers recite to us, you are smart, you are brave. In a world where blackness is as beautiful as is met with brutality, Black women tell us first and best, you matter. A recitation that has played for more than 400 years in our hearts again and again, even as our eyes see ears, hear mouths, taste the bitterness of disappointment. We believe in ourselves, each other, these nations, because we call them mama, mother, mama, mum, big ma, granny, grammy, lady, auntie, honey. It truly takes a village. Harry with her gun, Josephine of many nations, Rosa, Ella, and Septima by movement, Coretta, Betty, and Murley, forced by martyrdom, Maya and Sicily as teenagers, Whoopi, Pearl, Alfred, Viola by adoption, Jada, Gabrielle, and Alicia by marriage, Angela with surrogacy, Serena while holding a racket, sisters Solange and Bay, aunties Kamala, Stacy, and me. A Black woman's path to motherhood, that's her business. Celebrating the hustle of Tab and Unique, the high-waisted majesty of Michelle, the brick row house dream of Claire Huxtable. To be young, gifted, and Black is a privilege that is uniquely ours. And still, we are more than month-long tags of Black beautiful culture. We are Black her story, Black magic and mortal, excited and dismayed energized and exhausted, prayed up through, prayed upon, we are hopelessly hopeful because we've got mouths to feed, children to raise, a world to change, here to save the day again. So my last poem of the day on this wonderful Valentine's Day, the last poem of this morning anyway, thank you all for hanging out. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being in love. And this poem is by Hakai Mahabudi, who I love with everything, uh, from the Heart Love Wedding and Love Poems. And this is called Why She Loves Him. And I think this is probably a good thing to read on today, on a day like today. She seldom would admit to him the reasons she was attracted his way, not necessarily in this order. Looks, hair, tone of voice, content of his conversation body scent, his infectious smile, manners, kindness and ideas, the drape of his clothes, the quietness of his intentions and interior, care for others, the questions he asked, his understanding of multiple realities, his culture and politics, his assistance upon praying for dinner, for paying for dinner, movies and music while dating. He is unpredictable, well-traveled, with a large mind and an unpretentious, 
the way he smiles at children and gravitates toward them, his advocacy of extended family, love of exercise, walking, love of land. He doesn't smoke, drink, do drugs, or sleep around, does not think it right, necessary, or safe to have sex on the first, second, third, or fourth dates. He feels that birth control is his responsibility too. Clean, loves, loves to visit bookstores, libraries, farms, museums, and art galleries, read books, quarterlies, and magazines that have more text than pictures, adores visual art, music, movies, and theater, respectful of women's dreams and vision. He doesn't eat meat, fish, chicken, or dairy products, productive and economically independent, not jealous, mentally and physically sound, an intense caring lover and yoga practitioner. The spiritualness of his utterances and his presence quiets her. The way he communicates without words is precious, and she knows the exact location of his heart. Thank y'all. I'll be back uh, tomorrow. Y'all have a good time. Be loving and be in love. Bye for now. Hi, this is Babs Rolls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at Up on my window